Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. This is Dr. Dan, and this is Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum Christmas Special. Every year, as you know, we have a local pastor, Sometimes his wife is with him, and we discuss the family traditions that they grew up with and the family traditions that they have now. And then they are able to give a Christmas message, and that's what we're going to do today. My guest is Pastor Aud Brown of Little Brasstown Baptist Church in Murphy, North Carolina. Pastor Brown, welcome to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Thank you. It's very good to be here today. Pastor Brown, where did you grow up? And when you were a kid, what did you and your family do? I grew up in Clay County, um, in the Sweetwater community of uh, Clay County. And our area, as I grew up in the 50s, was really a remote area uh, here. It was uh, mountain country for sure, and I feel like that we have now become urbanized uh, compared to what it was. Well, God forbid we should ever be urbanized. But But, uh, it was um, just just a wonderful uh, uh, experience to be able to grow up in this area, spend most of my life here, uh, really all of my life in, in this area, with the exceptions of being out of the area sometimes just, um, maybe on a vacation or maybe for a revival meeting somewhere, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, I've been here in, in Clay County. You know, as a child, though, you were growing up, you had a family, you had, you know, parents. Did you guys do anything really unique or individual that you can remember as from your childhood that separated Christmas from the rest of the year? Well, there was a real emphasis upon uh, Christmas uh, with our family. Um, certainly, uh, church service was a big part of that. Um, I know that, uh, we were involved also with the Santa Claus idea of Christmas. And I guess my earliest memory would be about four years old and looking for reindeer tracks outside. Um, and of course we always found them, uh, there were rain track reindeer tracks there, (laughs) Um, but church was a big part of it. I think the thing that I remember most is, uh, on one occasion, getting to be a wise man in the Christmas program at church, very small church, Sweetwater Baptist church. And 
there was plenty of opportunity for us in a, in a small church to get to be a part of the uh, Christmas program. Um, that was a, a big emphasis in our life. We didn't, uh, I guess there wasn't a lot of, of gifts, uh, this type of thing when I was growing up. Uh, sometimes in our family there were um, uh, five of us kids, and uh, there may be a focus on one kid more than the other, but we always did get some candy and some fruit, and that was a good part of Christmas uh, for us. Now, your wife, who unfortunately couldn't join us today, where where is she from? She is from Brasstown. Uh, in fact, we grew up uh, about two and a half miles from each other, and I never met her until I was a senior in high school and she was a freshman at Hayesville High School. And uh, I had gone to a revival meeting at Little Brasstown Church. It was one of those huge revivals that had happened, and our school got involved with it. Uh, our high school did lot of us kids from the school and i saw her at that revival meeting and that that was it you know it was uh the first time we had met and then after that things progressed and we uh, eventually married well, well you'll pardon me for saying so but obviously that revival revived your spirit and your love life at the same time did. <laughs> did she have any uh as a family did she come from a similar type family she did. Uh, her uh, folks were farm family. They uh, uh, were dairy farmers, uh, Ralph and Betty Myers, and they were very much involved in Little Brasstown Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, it was very similar. But there was the focus on uh, uh, the Christian uh, aspect of, of the Christmas season. So now you have you got married and you have a family of your own, and. Did you have anything special that you used to do, the two of you together, with your family? Yes, we uh, have uh, four children, and of course they're all grown now. Uh, We are fortunate to have uh, them near us, live near us, exception of our daughter who lives in Virginia. Um, And my youngest son is uh, youth director at the church uh, where we are now. Uh, my middle son had formerly done that work, and he is now a pastor in the Hayesville area at Village Church. And uh, then my um, oldest son, Silas, uh, who is very much involved in Christian ministry also, lives in Hayesville and is involved in agriculture there. I think um, maybe my wife's family had a tremendous influence upon him, and he is a county agriculture agent in Clay County there. Um, but, uh, I feel like that, uh, for us at Christmas, it was an exciting time. The kids were, uh, always excited about, uh, uh, a gift or some new toy that they were going to get. Uh, it was a time also for, um, uh, replenishing some clothes supplies, um, but I think one of the things my wife, uh, even more than I. She never forgot that uh, at Christmas the thing that we would do first of all is to gather together and we would have prayer. Be thankful unto the Lord for his blessings upon our lives. And um, 
to be thankful that we had each other. And um, then we would read the Christmas story, which I love so very much, from the Bible, uh, in the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Luke. And um, it, uh, there was always this uh, focus that this is Jesus' birthday. And we were enjoying life that we presently enjoy because of who he is and um, of our faith in Jesus. You know, in today's world, um, Christmas has been progressively, it was progressively commercialized over decades. and now in the last on the last decade especially uh, christmas itself is under attack christians are under attack unfortunately not just in uh, inhospitable places on earth but even in our own country uh, which which uh, never ever should happen uh and so uh, it's obvious to me that in your family that Christianity, the belief, the belief in God, the belief in, in, in Jesus Christ as our Savior, it's in your blood. And really, that's the message, is, isn't it? It's in the blood of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Uh, so what I'm going to ask you to do is to talk to me about the meaning of Christmas. What, From your viewpoint, from your heritage, from your family, from everything you believe in, talk to me about Christmas the birth of Christ, what does that mean to, to, on earth, to us as individuals, as a nation, and as a world? Well, um, I am also very aware of the fact that Christian Christianity or Christian faith is under fire even in our own country, and that's a sad thing because I grew up in a time <clears throat> when uh, the Bible, uh, when the Christian religion uh, was very highly esteemed in this country. Uh, even people that I knew uh, that uh, were not Christians themselves, they had a sincere reverence for the Bible and for God. They had a real respect uh, for churches. Uh, coming out of the era that I do, uh, you know, people had this idea that even the worst person would not uh, harm a church, uh, damage it, or do anything foul around the church. Um, And today, you know, that's uh, a thing that uh, I I tell people, you know, (laughs) it doesn't matter with people today. They don't have that reverence, that respect, that awesome awe, I guess we would say, of God. Um, But uh, indeed, when we come to Christmas, uh, for me, it is the celebration of the birth of Christ. Um, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16, says it so well. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God started the giving. I, I, I know sometimes that giving at Christmas uh, does receive some criticism, and it can get totally out of hand. Uh, but uh, God in him expressing his love for us, he gave that great gift to us, the gift of his son, the gift of his love. 
And at, at Christmas, I, I can't help but feel this is what it's all about, that we're celebrating Jesus Christ. And whatever our traditions may be, whether it's in um, uh, giving of gifts um, or uh, getting together for a family meal or friends getting together, uh, that uh, God is the one that really began this uh, uh, matter of us being able to celebrate Christmas. Well, that is truly, and you mentioned it, that is the ultimate gift, is it not? It is indeed. For God to give his only begotten son as a sacrifice for the sins of man. And that's really what Christmas is about, is it not? Absolutely. This is what it's really all about um, uh, for myself and I know for millions of Christians. Uh, I'm glad that there are so many who have caught the real meaning, the true meaning of uh, Christmas and that it is the celebration of Jesus Christ. And, and, and to me, uh, Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. We are celebrating Jesus Christ all over the world uh, as we celebrate Christmas. Uh, I know there's some folk who think of Christmas as a pagan holiday. And uh, I, I some time ago looked back on that. Why is December 25th? Why, why, why is that uh, the date that we give for the birth of Jesus Christ? And um, I know that we really don't have a birth certificate, we might say, that says he was born in a certain place at a certain time on December 25th, 81. Um, but in the Christian community, uh, the, the Roman world, which was the uh, ruler of the world, the known world at that time, uh, they celebrated the, the, uh, their sun god, at that same time in this same period and did great emphasis on that. And of course, other Christians or Christians, they were uh, persuading them uh, to join in their festivities. And, you know, it's, there's a temptation to do that, to uh, join in with what's going on. Uh, And then church leaders, I think it was maybe 386 AD, something like that, that, um, uh, they put a positive twist on that and said, why don't we have a celebration that Christians can have at this time of year uh, as an offset to what the Roman world is doing in worshiping the sun god? And uh, it couldn't have been a better thought myself, uh, as I think of it, that at that time, it became December 25th, when the date was set by church leaders, and it has stuck throughout the centuries uh, to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And that way there was uh, uh, an alternative uh, to being led into maybe pagan worship. And uh, uh, I think this is just absolutely wonderful. It'd be fine with me if they had set January 6th, which the Orthodox Church uh, considered to be the uh, birth of Christ, or if it had been July the 4th, uh, there is a date that we have in which we celebrate the greatest gift that one could ever possess, and that is Jesus Christ coming into the world. Well, what you said really is, is kind of important because from a historical point of view, it was when the Roman emperor accepted Christ 
that Christianity was able to spread throughout the known world because, as you said, Romans were, they ruled earth at that mm-hmm. point. And while they were pagans, while they separ- celebrated pagan holidays and pagan traditions, it was very difficult to spread the word of the birth of Christ. Once the emperor of Rome said, I'm a Christian, okay, then that allowed that word to be spread throughout the Roman Empire. And that was also when he sent his mother to the Holy Land to start marking sites of importance of the history of Christianity. That's how a lot of the temples and a lot of the the important Christian sites were identified by his mother who and what she did is she went to places where people were praying and they said she said what are you praying here for and they would say well here is where our lord jesus christ was born and so she said we'll build a church there and that's how a lot of the those commemorative churches and locations in the holy land uh, have been marked for places we now go and where we pray in the holy land is where it has been where people prayed since Jesus Christ was on earth and since his crucifixion. Yeah, this is a, this is a marvelous thing that um, in past times, uh, when we look back through the centuries of time, there have been some wonderful things done to preserve uh, very special things uh, to the Christian faith today. And... Um, I'm, I'm I'm just really grateful and thankful that there were people who were able at that time or who were willing at that time to put a positive uh, twist, for lack of a better word, uh, on things and uh, say, hey, this is something we need to do. As many times I look back now and, uh, and, and think, boy, I should have done this at that time or I should have saved this instead of throwing it away. Um, there, it is good to have some traditions that uh, we now hold dear in our lives. Well, I have read a couple of very interesting books uh, recently. Um, one was by Lee Strobel uh, called The Case for Christ, in which he, as a non-believer, examined everything that he could about the birth crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and at the end became a believer based upon his findings. And the second one was by David Limbaugh called The Road to Emmaus, in which he examines how the Old Testament is really, and the Old Testament and New Testament together is what he calls salvation history. It is the the history of the interaction of God with the human race, in which he brought us into being, he promised us salvation, and that he promised us Jesus Christ specifically as the, the entity which brings us salvation. So talk to me in our final minute. What is your message to those who are listening about Jesus Christ, Christianity, and Christmas? Well, my message would be to everybody that God has given all people this opportunity to be his special children through faith in Jesus Christ. I love the idea of this new covenant that Jesus is the means whereby any of us can become children of God. And if we really want the real meaning of Christmas, then it's to know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Absolutely. And I want to thank you, Pastor Odd Brown, 
of Little Brass Town Church in Murphy, North Carolina. You have strong roots in our community. Your family has strong roots in our community. Uh, and I just want to thank you for being uh, our guest on Freedom Forum Radio uh, and bringing us a message, the message of hope. There is hope if you believe in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. He is not only your personal Savior, but the Savior of our nation, of humanity, and of earth. God Amen. bless you. Thank you. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. I get joy in everything. 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 Everything going to be all right this morning. Thank <laughs> you.